Hello and welcome to the Future Engineering Club podcast. My name is Jack Lomas and thanks for joining me. Over the course of the next 10 minutes, I'm going to take you through some of the latest industry news through the lens of technology-enabled innovation. This week, we'll be focusing on the evolution of our cities and workplaces. Before we dive into it, let me tell you a little bit about the Future Engineering Club. Founded in 2019, the Future Engineering Club exists as an industry working group focused on enabling collaboration between construction tech startups, industry decision makers, and venture capital investors. We've welcomed over 400 industry leaders over the series of events, helping to enable four term sheets issued from investors to startups, three commercial partnerships, one product partnership between startups, and lots of hiring in between. Now for the podcast. COVID-19 has impacted the world as we know it. Citizens and organisations, both public and private, now face an uncertain period ahead. With the UK now almost eight weeks in lockdown, businesses have been forced to adjust to new ways of working, with remote working now the standard. But what does this mean for us as constraints begin to ease? Over the next few minutes, I'll be exploring what this means for cities as they begin to evolve with improved mobility and then thinking about the workplace, exploring the potential impact on how we operate. Avoidance of public transport due to health concerns has encouraged people to dust their bike off. This new push for the two-wheelers is scaling across cities with local authorities around Europe exploring new ways to adapt and support and further encourage this trend. Paris has also banned cars from the famous shopping street Rue de Rivoli near the Louvre to favour bikes instead. In Barcelona, existing bike lanes are being widened so that cyclists can keep their distance from others and new ones are being created. And a little bit closer to home, Mayor of Liverpool, Joe Anderson, has given the green light to a £2 million funding package to introduce up to 100 kilometres of new pop-up cycle lanes across key routes into and within Liverpool city centre. Research by UK startup Vivacity Labs found that by the 25th of March, following the lockdown decision, there'd been a 60% reduction in traffic across the country. In Oxfordshire, data from the Vivacity Sensor Network has also been processed to calculate whether social distancing rules are being followed by pedestrians, which found that peak daily pedestrian interactions have fallen by 70%. So what can we take from this? Well, data is now more important than ever to help local authorities make decisions on city centre master planning. Prediction is critical as we begin to reduce lockdown constraints to allow us to understand the impact increased pedestrian and vehicle traffic will have on city and town centres. Life has distinctly changed for everyone and provided an opportunity for a pause for reflection. Personally, I've much preferred cycling where previously I would have taken the bus or tube. And findings across major European cities would suggest I'm not alone. As we begin to move into the COVID recovery period, how can local authorities and the private sector engage citizens to identify possible improvements to be made to city infrastructure to allow for a healthier and happier population? Moving on to our second topic, the new workplace. A PwC survey this week found that a quarter of chief financial officers were already thinking of cutting back on real estate. Chris Grigg, chief executive of British Land, agreed that the 
first stage recovery from the pandemic would push tenants to rejig to less dense arrangements. He added that the office would have a future, although in different formats. Cambridge University has also announced that all lectures will remain online until summer 2021, which has potentially paved the way for wider changes across the education sector. Mass remote working has, on the whole, worked, although it's important to recognise that we've experienced remote working under not normal circumstances, as quite simply, we haven't had the choice. When cities begin to reopen and we have more choice, Will productivity, whilst working remote, remain as high? How will this impact our ways of working? From my own conversations across startups and corporates, business leaders are now exploring a potential split between remote and office work, such as two days in and three days out, with the two days intended as high interaction activities such as workshops. The first step is to understand our asset base. What is the starting position? Where are we starting from? This is where asset management platforms come in, allowing business leaders to, first of all, understand the scale, cost and utilisation of their offices, and then to analyse the implications of remote working and their need for space. The world is quickly changing and the need for technology-enabled innovation is critical. Stay tuned to the Future Engineering Club podcast as we bring you twice-weekly updates with thoughts from myself on Tuesdays and interviews with thought leaders on Thursdays. Thanks and catch you soon.